My friend Misty Tempolis put it this way. Though our beloved performances are on hiatus, Artslandia's mission to elevate and celebrate the arts remains steadfast. It seems more important than ever to keep our souls nourished. We are pressing ahead with our work to celebrate the confluence of human connection, even though its expression must temporarily shift. In this unique space of uncertainty, we've decided that the energy we usually pour into elevating the arts will go toward uplifting our community. Instead of cultivating engagement with the arts, we'll cultivate hope. We'll celebrate its power and the beauty of having, sharing, and believing in it. Check in daily to Artslandia.com for podcasts, good news, good reads, and happy hours. Happy hours are every day at 5 p.m. Check it out at Artslandia.com or on our Facebook page. Wednesday is Arwen Myers, a magnificent soprano. Thursday, Deborah Holland, a brilliant singer and songwriter. And Friday, Blas Delascio, who might be able to inspire you to move that body. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Adventures in Artslandia. I'm Susanna Mars, and today I'm in my closet. I hope we'll be back at Dead Aunt Thelma soon, but I don't have to explain to anybody why we're not. I have a little recording studio at my house in my closet, and it is as cozy as can be. It's a surreal time, to say the least, and I feel really fortunate to be able to be in contact with artists via uh, video chat. And I wanted to remind everybody that there are a lot of fantastic resources online to help us navigate this time both mentally and physically. In terms of guidelines, my go-to has been the World Health Organization, and you can find them at www.who.int. So now, on to the art part. I'm really delighted to talk to Becky Kilgore today. We've worked together many times over the years, and we were hoping to meet up in the studio today and make some music, but instead, I'm in my closet, and Becky, where are you? (laughs) I'm in my dining room with my computer and millions of papers lying around, (laughs) (laughs) which is a typical state for me. Yeah, it is. It's really tough for me, too. I'm assuming, and correct me if I'm wrong, that most of your gigs, if not all, have been canceled. All have been canceled. So I have a lot of free time, and there's a long list of should do, and then there's a long list of what I end up doing is watching Netflix and reading. (laughs) (laughs) That's yesterday. My daughter and I watched almost all of season one of Arrested Development, and that kept our spirits up. Oh, good. Yeah. What did you guys watch? (laughs) Oh, geez. I like HGTV. Mm -hmm. So I I found the Property Brothers on (laughs) uh, Amazon Prime, but you have to pay for it, which is a drag. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so... We'll just, we're not that uh, picky. Yeah, uh, us too. Same thing. So you, we were going to talk about, I mean, there's so many good things to talk about. Uh, You were named Jazz Master recently. Can you explain to everybody what that is? Well, um, gee, I wish I had the proclamation in front of me. You want to go grab it and we'll pause? Okay. Rebecca Kilgore named PDX Jazz 2020 Portland Jazz Master. And they talk a little about Rebecca Kilgore will be honored as the PDX Jazz 2020 Portland Jazz Master on Thursday, February 27th at the Old Church. The recognition, which is presented annually during the Biamp PDX Jazz Festival, 
honors a regional artist for their contributions to jazz in the Portland community. Past recipients include Dave Frischberg, Thara Memory, Nancy King, Wayne Thompson, Charles Gray, Mel Brown, Art Abrams, and Daryl Grant, whom I know you know well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ms. Kilgore, who has called Portland home since 1980, has garnered international acclaim, performing at jazz festivals and venues worldwide, and an inductee of both the Oregon Music Hall of Fame and the Jazz Society of Oregon Hall of Fame. She has over 50 recordings in her discography with Dave Frischberg, Harry Allen, John Sheridan, John Pizzarelli, Nikki Parat, Dan Barrett, Bucky Pizzarelli, and Keith Ingham, and is a frequent guest on National Public Radio's Fresh Air with Terry Gross. Her current working band, the Rebecca Kilgore Trio, includes pianist Randy Porter and bassist Tom Wakelin. Michael Feinstein said it best when he remarked, Rebecca is simply one of the best interpreters of the great American song. She is a Portland musical treasure, states PDX Jazz Executive Director Chris Doss. When she is not on stage, Rebecca shares the gift of jazz as a teacher, coaching and inspiring a new generation of jazz vocalists. So there you go. That's pretty balls and completely and beautifully deserved. I'm, I'm, I was so excited to read everything about it. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah. I would- so here we are in our homes for probably, I don't know, four weeks, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. What are you doing and your sweet husband, Dick, who's also a musician, What? how are you guys handling this homestay? Well, as I said, I have a lot of should-dos. And as the time goes on and I get bored with Netflix, I'm going to... I'm starting to address those should-dos. And uh, they vary from things like alphabetizing my music. (laughs) I have it in various stacks around the whole house, and it's sometimes very distracting and just looks terrible. (laughs) Plus, I can't find anything because I have to look through several stacks when I put them all together. Anyway, that's one thing. And uh, I... If all goes well, and I do go to a annual music uh, camp that I go to every year mm-hmm. in British Columbia in August, I don't know if that'll happen, but mm-hmm. uh, I always have to prepare material for that, and it's it's that's so much fun to do because it's a great week, and the the level of musicianship up in uh, the Vancouver area is tremendous and the students are just eager eager students and they take up everything like a sponge and they get better every year and mm. so uh i'll get ready for that and uh, you know uh another gig i was supposed to get ready for was the teutonic on april 8th i'm doing a tribute to anita o'day but mm. i'm sure that's not going to happen but maybe it'll get postponed so i should start looking at that mm-hmm have you thought through all your recordings and thought of titles that are apropos to today? I was thinking, didn't Dave write a song about why don't we stay home? Let's stay home. Yeah, that's good. Did you record that? Never, no. Darn it. But I can I can like record it. Yes. In my home and then post it on Facebook or something. Would you? It'd be really fun. Yeah, I'll let you know if I do that. Yeah, and if there are any other songs that feel 
appropriate to this time, maybe we can put them on this podcast recording, you know, at the end, we'll do like a little mini concert, like we talked about, put some cool songs to listen to some of your favorites. Okay. Well, he also did one called um, My Country Used to Be. Have you ever heard that? No. It's very political. And it was written for the Olympics years and years ago, like in the 80s or 90s. No kidding. And it's very profound. Here's a song Becky, Dave, and I recorded at Dead End Thelma's. Wow, what a party! Yeah, and what a cleanup. Here's the dump. Let's get rid of this junk. Stop! Don't toss that trash. This pile is already a mountain. You'll only make a bigger mess. I'm Third Lieutenant Stanley Grohl of the Sanitary Planetary Trash Patrol. I track down rubbish, and that's my goal. I see you got quite a caboose full. We don't need this rubbish. There's no use for this stuff. No use for it? Au contraire, my friends, au contraire. That means to the contrary. I know what it means. The recycling game is a choice we make. For the planet's sake The recycling game A kind of give and take A game of lost and found Everybody wins Cause nobody's a loser In the recycling game Put that stuff in the recycling bins Mm -hmm. Glass goes here Paper here And this one is for empty containers Made of metal and plastic After your stuff gets recycled, you won't recognize it anyhow. For example, you like my uniform? Yeah, it's neat. Uh, My helmet's made from recycled soup cans. My belt buckle started out as a frying pan. And this jacket keeps me warm because it's insulated with recycled glass. Ground up, of course. My epaulets are made of recycled bottle caps. The thing's on his shoulders. I know about epaulets. Recycling game's the game for you It's the altruistic, synergistic thing to do Transform your trash, turn old to new And make the useless useful Try it, girls! The recycling game Is like a give and take For the planet's sake the recycling, the recycling game, game is like a give and take and for the planet's sake. Around. The it's recycling a game, 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 game is like a give and take for the planet's sake. The glass, the, the papers, the, the pots, the pans, like the bags, the boxes, and the old tin cans, the junk, the, the rubbish, the, the tattered, the torn, the jars, the bottles, the used and the worn. What do we sing, girls? Everybody wins. Because nobody's a loser in the recycling game. You've got it. Mission accomplished. Well, back to work. Hey, Lieutenant, I like your bike. Yes, it's made from recycled coffee cans and snare drums. Goodbye, girls. Come back soon and bring more rubbish. Rubbish is my life. Third Lieutenant Grohl is a fascinating man. Overly dramatic, I'd say. What are your thoughts about what's happening right now? How are you feeling? Just in a daze, kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm, I am not suffering nearly so much as people who live on the edge are. So it just feels like a, a world war. 
in a way. And we, and we are all united in fighting a common enemy. Yes. I've And things are breaking down. Yeah. It's so strange because I, you know how very positive I, I am. And I am still positive. Um, mm-hmm. I feel it's going to take a while, obviously, to, you know, understand the true gravity of what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. And also I do feel that when we come out the other side, there will be a lot of good learning and new ways of being. Yes. Um, and right now I think it's just so important for us all to continue to have hope that humanity is a beautiful thing to take precious care of. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm just trying to be positive. <laughs> yeah. What, what's your favorite music to listen to right now? Um, well, I haven't been listening to music. Isn't that funny? Yeah. Although, let me talk about my husband, Dick Titterington, for a minute. Yes. He's been playing me music that he's written. And that he's taking this downtime to delve into that 100%. And he's come up with a project to honor his late son, mm. who died four years ago at the age of 22. And uh, so he's writing music for a string quartet, trumpet, and he's going to sing. Wow. Wow, yeah. And he's using some existing songs, and he's writing some material, and he's he's getting the string players lined up for a rehearsal. And, you know, he's, he's moving full speed ahead with this. Oh, that's fantastic. I am so happy to hear that. Yeah, it's a very um, constructive way to deal with grief and loss. I can, I can see he's he's feeling more connected to the living and to life and to hope. Mm, that is fantastic. Yeah. What are some of the? What's your most record? Your most recent recording? It's us. It's a recording with a sh- Chicago-based jazz guitar player who I have met at various uh, jazz festivals uh, which are great uh, networking grounds for meeting other musicians in other cities and we each had a a positive reaction to each other's music so Mm. I went to Chicago to do a couple of gigs there and I hired him and that was really fun and very positive and so I said can you come out to Portland sometime so last January January 7th I think 2019 he came out and thanks to George Fendel we did one of his concerts at the uh, classic pianos Mm. and it was recorded live oh great and and I uh, chose the cuts that I liked and we put it out and it just arrived from the manufacturer couple of weeks ago. Oh, no kidding. How can people get that if they wish? A CD Baby. Great. It's called Rebecca Kilgore and Andy Brown Together Live. Any chance that we can put a song from it on this podcast? Yes. Uh, this is called Any Old Time, and it was an old song written by Artie Shaw that was recorded by Billie Holiday. As you can see, I still live in the past. Any old time you want me I'll be yours for just the asking, darling. Any old time you need me, 
I'll be there with love that's lasting, darling. All through the years we'll stand together, sharing the fears and stormy weather and the sunshine. We'll be yours and mine. Any old time you're blue, you'll have our love to chase away the blues. And any old thing you do, I'll see you through. So just remember that I am waiting, dear. If ever you want me, I'll be near. Any old time and any place where you may be. Right. Who is kind of an amateur songwriter, but she's very, very good. So, uh, and she got me and Mike Horsball together with her, and we decided to do a recording of all our all original material by the three of us, either one of us or two of us or 
all combinations. So, um, I, you know, I try to, I try to make, I try to write interesting songs that are well-crafted because boy, do I know about well-crafted songs mm. singing from the great American songbook most of the time. Mm. And I can spot a well-crafted song. So it's just a matter of taking that, uh, template and kind of making my own, you know, superimposing my own voice on that. So, you know, it's interesting when you say well-crafted song, I feel similarly, there are just some songs that feel like a, a puzzle that's just been put together, you know? Yes. Yeah. And so how would you describe to a layman, you know, what are the, are the components of a well-crafted song? Well, I would say it has to have a, a story arc. You know, the, the story, the lyrics have to say something. They have to be meaningful. And rather than talk about love, you know, oh, I love you and, you know, you're the greatest, you have to kind of come to it from the side mm -hmm. <laughs> and imply it. And then you can come out and say it if you want, but uh, you have to be a little sneaky mm -hmm. <laughs> right? and clever if you can. Like, listen to Cole Porter, mm. how he did things like that. Cool. Anyway, and then, of course, it has to have a, a beautiful melody that is not too angular, that is will stick in your mind, and uh, hopefully you can hum it. Don't you love when you go to a, a musical and you're, you're humming the songs from it as you leave the theater. Yes. I love that feeling. It's interesting too, like you say, it's kind of sneaky how they do that, you know, with little reprises here and there, just kind of mm -hmm. it insinuates itself into your brain and you and you don't even mind. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you love it. Mm -hmm. And by the way, the most recent musical I saw was at uh, Jesuit High School. Mm. It was Something Rotten. Are you familiar with that? Yes. Isn't it hilarious? It was great and the acting and the singing were so great. I'm so impressed. Yeah, Jesuit I mean, High School does great stuff. I know. If anything gives me hope for the future, it's seeing productions like that and what young people can do. Mm -hmm. Was Dick playing the show? Yes, he was. Mm, that's great. Yeah. They they uh, have top-of-the-line musicians and just that experience of being with people who are great collaborators. What a, what a joy. And, and I mean, these, these students are ready for prime time. They could move to New York when they graduate. Mm-hmm. So most recently, who have you been listening to most recently? I mean, you're prepping for stuff, so you've got to listen to a lot of those artists. The old stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I listen to uh, Fresh Air. Right. That's uh, a talk interview show. I, I love that. Cause Me too. There's, there's such a variety of people, musicians and politicians and mm. authors. It's, it's very stimulating. But who do I listen to? I, I really love going to live music yeah it's the best you're live the best and um speaking so, of there are going to be a lot of live music concerts online i just saw greta matassa has one right. coming up next week uh, right out of living room yeah and um and also another there's a group called the june bugs i think that is doing that are doing a concert uh, do you have any plans of to do something from the house with you and and dick that would be nice i'll have to think about that but maybe i'll uh maybe i'll record uh, let's eat home yeah, wouldn't that be grand? I'm going to have to yeah. look at all the songs. You know, we should really look at all the songs. Yeah! What are the songs about home? I mean, obviously, there's um, from The Wiz, 
there's no place like home. I mean, there's so many home songs. Boy, you're not kidding. How many do you, are you Googling it? Uh, I'm just Googling my, um, my, uh, your own library. My own library. Any place I hang my head is home. Oh, beautiful Johnny Mercer. Be so nice to come home to. Right. Walking my baby back home. Right. Oh, and then the song Home from the Wiz. Okay. Baby, won't you please come home? <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's one called Everybody's Got a Home But Me. Yeah, oh. I know that one. Oh, geez. Who wrote that? Uh, looks like uh, Rogers and Hammerstein. Oh, no kidding. That's interesting. And then there's Flying Home. Oh. Becky and I are on a Zoom link right now, and I wish you guys could all see her bopping her head right now. Yeah. <laughs> and here's Ella Fitzgerald doing the same thing. <laughs> it's so interesting because when you talk about lyrics you know and i think about ella fitzgerald i mean let's face it some people just don't even need lyrics i guess maybe you get the melody going and then someone starts scatting and it just kind of continues to be absorbed by your body last week i finished the book um the dutch house yeah i read that and i listened to it audibly and tom hanks was reading it I did, too. Wasn't it great? It was great, and he did a great job. I thought so, too. At first, I was, I, I thought, oh, it's someone so famous. Am I going to be able to disengage Tom Hanks from the piece? And it took no time at all. I just loved the piece. Yeah. Ann Patchett, yeah. right? Is that correct, Ann Patchett? Ann Patchett, yeah. Yeah. I was taken with it. And then I, it was interesting, too, because after I finished it, I thought, this is a really a story about upper class white existence. And I thought it's so fascinating to be aware now so much more clearly of those stories being very different for so many people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you read the Where the Crawdads Sing? Yes, I just read that also. That was one of my favorite books of all time. Yeah. It had everything. It had a murder mystery it had a coming of age mm-hmm. love yeah beauty nature yes yeah i really love that and and all and telling a story of a human being in the world in a way i would have not have even thought possible really i know i know that's and, that solitary life mm-hmm. and that author was a first-time author oh. she had never written anything before isn't that amazing and, and it's also partly her story. I mean, she she wasn't abandoned mm-hmm. to knowledge, but she was. She's a naturalist. Yeah. Oh. I think they're going to make a movie of it, and I just oh. don't think it's good. Oh, interesting. I wonder. About right before Christmas this year, I saw on the New York Times there's this game called Wingspan, and uh, it's a board game all about birds in North America. And it's so much fun. I, now, of course, now I'm thinking about what are we going to do while we're home and uh-huh. thinking about 
where the crawdads sing because she was a naturalist and did these beautiful pieces of art around animals or in her where she lived. Uh, I was thinking about Wingspan because the art's so gorgeous. Oh. You know, it's like there are these great cards and the beautiful birds and just kind of put your mind in another place, which is great. Do do you and Dick like to play games at all? Yes, and we were going to play Scrabble, but Mm -hmm. we realized that we gave our Scrabble to Goodwill years ago. Oh, no. Because we haven't played it so long. But maybe we can play it on an iPad and just hand it back and forth or something. So (laughs) you're listening to music. We're we're hanging out. We're listening to books. We're finding fun things to watch. It would be really fun if you'd make some music at home and share it somehow. And Well, thanks so much for talking to me for a little bit today. It uh, it made the time go by quickly. And <laughs> it's always great to see you and talk to you. And the next best thing would be singing with you. Oh, gosh, I could not agree more. So once we're able to be in the same room, we'll have to make it happen. Okay. Yeah, especially because Mike was so excited to see you at Dan Aunt Thelma's. Oh, my gosh. Well, thank you. Yeah, he just adores you. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, I adore you, and I'm so glad to be a guest on your show. Thank, Thank you. you. And um, give Dick a hug for me. I will. All right. Lots of love. Lots of love to you. Bye-bye. Bye. Though you modestly shake your head when I say it, you do everything so incredibly well. I've been envious, though I hate to betray it. What's your secret? I promise I'll never tell. Do you practice at all? Don't you ever fall? How can I be more like you when I feel so small? Easy, you make it look so easy. You never mean to tease me, so to please me, tell me. Well, that 
takes energy you can use to be you. Now together we rise above such complaining. There's no limit to what we're able to do. From today we will start working straight from the heart. Proving the whole is more than the sum of its parts. Thanks for listening to Adventures in Artslandia. 